from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Uh, going into the break, I tease the Canes dropping two over the weekend. Let's let's say the uh, let's say the obvious, okay? And we're talking about the the Carolina Hurricanes. They have to worry about making the playoffs. That's the long and short of it right now. We are to the point, and and Dennis helped me realize this, right? That the the Carolina Hurricanes, who came into the season as the the betting favorite to win the Stanley Cup, uh, they had locked up their guys to to long term deals, the ones they wanted to. They had all all of this excitement in the offseason, brought in Dmitry Orlov and all of this excitement and Rod Brindamore. We are to the point where they lost two games over the weekend, and part of the reaction was, yeah, but they're getting points in those losses. Those points are going to matter, right? Because it was an OT and a shootout loss. They do matter. A hundred percent they do. But I don't think when the Canes are playing their best, we're looking at overtime and shootout losses going, hey, at least they got a point. Mm-hmm. I think when they're playing their best, we're probably frustrated that, especially in the most recent game, um, I think we're upset they didn't win it in regulation. But because, right, the the like the fact of the matter is they fall into fourth in the Metropolitan, Right and and there's yes they are sitting in a wild card spot but there's teams like New Jersey behind them that you wouldn't expect are gonna you know coast into not making the playoffs that are gonna challenge them and, and try to come get their spot with with all of that going on the fact of the matter is before we can talk about the big lofty goals that I believe this roster should be thinking about before we get into the big lofty goals involving hoisting cups and and building off of last season's appearance in the conference championship and all those things, you got to get to the dance first. Like, start at square one. And and you can justify all you want. And trust me, we will, right? Uh, Friday against Nashville, it was a goalie loss. Right? Auntie Ranta looks to me like he's gotten some form of the yips. Right, it, it's some form of the the like we know he is physically a better goalie than he's been showing, but he's out there with with whether it's mental or a, an injury that we don't know about. Like something is off with him. It's between the ears, and and yeah, I mean the yips is what screamed like it looked like a golfer shank shanking right, and he's just going, I don't know why I keep doing that. Uh, and he was waived and and you know sent down to Chicago and, and all of that. So you could say like Nashville's loss was just a goalie loss. Then you could look at Washington on Sunday and say, well, they actually played really well, just couldn't find a goal. And I'm going, like, you can explain away every different reason that you didn't win a game. The fact of the matter is, if you don't start winning more games, your playoff spot is nowhere near a certainty. Rod Brindamore, after the Washington game, said just about that, about that game. Played the game well, just didn't score. Yeah, we did everything we were we wanted to do, just didn't score. And uh, you know, I, if I look at that game, we knew coming in how exactly it was going to go, just based on what how they played all year. They played tight, tight games, and I thought we stuck with our game plan really well and hit a few goalposts, a couple of inches here and there. It'd been a much different story. So, yeah, overall, I liked it. Did everything right except right? Did everything right except. The accept is a big accept. Accept score goals. I mean, I, I understand like the, the you want to give the full picture of the game and you did play well. But come on, right? 
Well, it's interesting because in the trip to Canada, yep. during that road trip, we talked about, all right, just get back to your playing your way and playing it on a consistent basis. You might have that 2-1 overtime shootout loss, whatever it might be, but at least you're playing your style of play. If, and, if, and if they were doing it consistently, I do think it would be a different so I think this is I think this is part of that. Yeah, Friday's game against Nashville, that was a goalie thing. That's on Auntie Ronto, and there's a reason why the Carolina Hurricanes made the move of putting it on waivers and getting sent down to the AHL and all that. But I think getting back to the consistency is the most part. At least when we saw them get their couple of wins back-to-back, at least they were getting those wins. Last season, they had a four-game losing streak to the Carolina Hurricanes, but three of those came in overtime. So at least they were still playing their game, at least getting points and stuff out of it. Still getting these points and stuff does matter. I, I like the fact, and I will take solace in the fact, knowing that they did play their style of play yesterday. And there were multiple times in the third period. Again, they, Sebastian Ajo on a power play redirected a, a pass from Mike Bunting, hits off the post. Brady Shea brings one off the post. You know, what? slightly off, that goes in. We're talking a, a completely different mm-hmm. story. It's No, I'm in, and I get it. And that's why, you know, I, I, I said you can, you can talk away. Both and by the way, even the uh, the Nashville loss, right? Like there were a lot of good there, aside from the fact that Ronta couldn't keep the puck out of yeah. a, out of the net. And it's it's yes, but I you know when they're setting the playoff seating, you can't say, well, actually, we should have you know six more wins because we we you know we played better than them. We just didn't get the the puck into the back of the net. I wish it could. I wish there was like an arbitration hearing at the end of the 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 season where it's like, all right, make your make your case. Well, well, how many wins do you think you should have had that you didn't come away with? And and the Canes might be like, actually, you know, seven. Yeah, like like <laughs> they might lead the league and hey, we should have won. But but at a certain point, it's like, should you? Could you? Would you? I also want to say this. We talked about this a little bit on Friday. Uh, Stefan Nason is remaining hot. That, the, he's whatever the opposite of the yips are, right? It's it's the, the the thing where you level up and you recognize you can do it, and you you uh, I don't, maybe it's an aggressive thing, and he's feeling more comfortable. And him and Drury are obviously playing well uh, alongside each other. It's it's you know, there's a fine line between like I want the 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 main big top guys to to get their opportunity to get back in cruising and saying, "You know what? Just put Stefan Nason on the ice more than anybody else." Right? Give him the ice time of one of those top guys in, until they take it away from him. Uh because he he's playing really really well. And and you know, I I know that Rod has been uh partially due to the Svech injury, but he's been experimenting with a bunch of different lines and you know, anytime you play those eleven forwards and seven defensemen, as as we've seen him doing a, a decent amount recently, that means the the forward lines are going to be jumbled kind of as the the game goes along. But I think you got to find a place permanently for Stefan Nason getting more ice time. Um, you know, it goes back to I don't even know how long ago that was a week and a half where where Dennis had the stats. Oh, it was just last uh, week. Last week, yeah. The the stats where it was you know on a per sixty minutes on ice basis he was near the top in a bunch of NHL stat stat rankings. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then he's, you know, like 10th on the team in time on ice. Unless, unless you know, you, you do just have an embarrassment of rich, riches and everyone is playing well, I think you have to start shuffling that up a little bit and getting Nason more opportunity. Here's a Canes note. This is according to our good friend Walt Ruff. This is earlier today. I don't know if you saw this, Tim. Svetch was a full participant at practice today. 
I did see that. And but, he was getting time on the power play but, as well. Uh, there was another tweet from Walt, and, and Walt, shout out, mm-hmm. great work, uh, where he said, like, I wouldn't look too much into it with a smiley face. Or yeah. some, something along those lines. I'm, I'm always trying to read the cryptic of the Walt because he's a team reporter, right? You never know what he knows and what he doesn't. Uh, but uh, but the smiley face, I just want to let you know, Walt, I'm I'm – I'm reading the tea leaves. So yeah, there's a chance. And yeah. even Svetch said, we'll see, he said, with a smile. With the, with the smile. The smileys get me. With the smile. Uh, uh, I think if Svetch comes back, that's an even more interesting conversation. Right? If Svetch yeah. comes back, it's an even more interesting conversation. Because where do you put him and, and how much time do you give him and who is he skating with becomes very, very interesting. Now, I'm curious just because this is, again, where, where chemistry and all that matters. Stefan Nason's been playing up with Ajo and, and Jarvis and has been playing well. But like you mentioned a little bit ago, when he and Jack Drury are playing together, do you put Jack Drury, Bunting, and, and Stefan Nason together because that line's been so good? And, you know, Brad will find – if you're playing well, he'll find ice time for yep. you. And, yeah, and that's kind of the, the overarching point is Stefan Nason's playing well and they need to find ice for him. And and there you go, Rod. I mean, that's that's – why you get to wear the whistle you know what i mean this is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall he knows the show must always go on that's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working the hvac is humming and his facility shines with Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces plus 24 7 customer support his venue never misses a beat call quickgranger.com or just stop by Granger. For the ones who get it done. The Carolina Hurricanes need a plan at goalie. They, they need a roadmap. They need something. Because the only thing certain about that position for Carolina is uncertainty right now. <laughs> Ronta got a bad case of the yips is kind of the way I've been describing it. Right, Like we know... He's better than what he's been showing on the ice. But you do it enough times, like you are what your performance says you are, and, and you can't be trusted. Right? That that Nashville game is a perfect example of it. That's a game where most everyone on the ice played well enough to win and maybe even win by a handful of goals. And and Ronta wasn't able to keep up his end of the bargain, and, and the Canes waived him. And by the way, like – by all accounts, Ronta's one of the good ones, right? He gets waived, and and overwhelmingly the response is like, oh, my eight-year-old sent him a letter one time, and he wrote a handwritten letter back. Or, oh, uh, he was always nice interacting with, with us and, and the media and everything. So he's, he's one of the good ones. And the reports after the game were that, like, right, he's sitting at his locker you know, kind of thousand-yard stare, and his teammates are coming up and trying to lift him up. But, but you know, he knew what was going on, right? It's, you know, it's maybe the more frustrating thing in, in professional sports is when you know what you're putting out there isn't good enough and you're doing everything you possibly can to to right the ship and it's not working. You know, I, I actually – um, I talked with someone that covers professional golf very closely and like professionally. And something they brought up was every year they like actually right now it's going on. It might even be ending today or it ended yesterday. They have this thing called Q school for the PGA tour, which is 
how you get your PGA Tour card if you aren't someone that played well enough last year on tour to guarantee your card, which is like your membership, your your inclusion in, in the PGA Tour. And he goes, it's unbelievable how many times you see a name that's at Q School trying to get back on tour, and you're like, weren't they on tour for 10 years, like in their 20s? Now they're 34, and they, they can't get back on tour. And, you know, it's something that's really different about sports than it is like everything else, right? In just about every other industry, you get better simply by like trying hard for years and years and years. You get better experience. You see more. In sports, sometimes it's like, yeah, I don't know. I used to be one of the 10 best golfers, uh, you know, in my age bracket. And now I am, uh, I can't be one of the top 150. And I don't know why. Ronta at times has been a really, really good golf or <laughs> really, really good goalie. I don't know how he's at golf. A lot of hockey players are good though. They hit it a mile. Uh, I, a lot of times he's been a really, really good goalie, but he hasn't been as of late. So they've waived him. And that leads to the question. This is the question for the Canes. What now? Because as soon as I saw he was waived, my first thought was they might have a deal in place. Right. And it's like, hey, once he gets waived, something else is coming down the pipe? Or my other option was maybe Freddie Anderson is much closer to a return than we thought, and this is just like, hey, we're going to let Kochekov roll for uh, you know two or three weeks while Freddie gets up to speed, then they're going to get back to that rotation. But we haven't gotten any indication of that. First of all, they called up uh, and and the, the name Yaniv Peretz. Yaniv Peretz. Yaniv Peretz. Uh, who who um, is an undrafted rookie from Quinnipiac, national champion at Quinnipiac. So, mm-hmm. you know, as bonafide as you can be out of the college ranks. Played with Rod's son, Skyler, Play, on played, that team. Played with Rod Brindamore's son in college, and they won a ring together. So Rod, you know, probably watched quite a bit of him. Um, but still, undrafted rookie is, is another, like, for all the good, there's also the undrafted rookie element of it. Uh, here is Peretz on, on getting the call up. We were on the road in Three Rivers, Quebec, here. We had some games, and... Just got the notice that it's coming up here, so you know, just called called my parents right away. Uh, pretty exciting moment, obviously. You know, uh, definitely had some tears, but it's all right. You know, just here now. Uh, that's all that matters, right? He might end up starting an NHL game way sooner than any of us thought he would. I would not be surprised if he starts one next week. Way sooner than anyone thought he would. Freddie Anderson, right? That was the other option, the other kind of thought that came through my mind. Maybe he's much closer than we thought. Well, Don Waddell joined our, our very own Adam Gold and said this about Freddie getting back on the ice. Well, I think he's going to be on the ice real soon because he's been cleared to start working out full. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, got cleared this week. Uh, so he's been in the gym. Uh, you know, there wasn't a rush to get him on the ice because we got to get him back, you know. But he's full go right now as far as conditioning uh, to move forward. So... I think over the next uh, week or 10 days, he'll start hitting the ice bar. So it's it's coming, but not any time, I would say, soon enough for what Carolina needs in goal. Waddell did say maybe about a month. Yeah. So maybe you're looking at all-star break, which is beginning of February. So what do you do between now and then? I mean, do you ride Kochekov with Peretz? Because Peretz is going to have to play. You can't just ride Kochekov for a month straight. I mean, they're like, like you said, there's a back-to-back shortly after Christmas. Yeah, the 27th of the 28th, the first two days back. That's that. One of them on the road, and uh, 
even with the couple of days break before, I don't think you can just tell Kochekov, and by the way, expect Kochekov to play well. It's not like he's been an absolute wall for yeah. this entire season. Like he, the, the rest is necessary for him to make sure he's staying at what he's been doing the last handful of games rather than what he's been doing all season. Not only is it a back-to-back, but it's three games in four days. It's tough. Yeah. It's like tough, they, they literally go Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. Next week. Now, this week, it's tomorrow, Thursday, Saturday. You could play Kochek mm. off those three days, and then get the three days off for, for holiday. But then, yeah, three games in four days? Peretz, if, if, unless, you're, unless you're bringing Ranta back up, which you can do, mm-hmm. Peretz is going to have to play. And, and, and here's the thing. Here's, here's the knock on wood, grab the lucky rabbit's foot, throw salt all over your shoulder, however uh, uh, superstitious you are. Like, the reason why backups are important in any sport is you are one play away from being wildly, wildly higher value to your team. Uh, Like, Ronta, you know, he's not indestructible. If he gets hurt or if he has an off day and if he needs a, a mental refresh and a day off, which could very easily happen. You're looking at Peretz and saying, all right, your show, right? A a team with Stanley Cup hopes is now, there you go. It's yours, right? Think of how crazy that is. What is the plan, right? I want to be a fly on the wall. I just want to see the whiteboard that I'm sure is in like the, the war room for the front office. I just want to see what they have written down, right? I want to see what their 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 notes are. What is the plan? Because I, I find it very hard to believe that the plan is just, yeah, we're going to play Kochekov for a month and hope Freddie gets back ahead of schedule from a blood clotting issue. Yeah, because who knows what's going to happen with that if it resurfaces. It, it's it's not like a like a sprained ankle or something along those lines where you're just like, no, he's going to play through the pain. It's it's blood clots. I mean, I don't know how to predict that, and I don't think you know even even the biggest experts in the world can tell you like, oh, it's never going to come back. It's it's. It just is what it is. And and the rest of the roster is still very good. You you are really going to kick yourself if you end up costing yourself something because you're, you're loosey-goosey with the goaltenders. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.